Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. <laughs> it's been busy the last year. Um, I think after COVID, I just needed a break. I had reached a bit of a burnout from work. Um, and I took some time to discover what I really love to do the most and that's be in the sea or around it. So I started, I went to the Azores and see the whales there. Um, and then that took me to Iceland to see the humpbacks. Um, and when I was there, I seen them and I seen a blue whale. But I thought it was a bit cheating a bit that yeah. I wasn't actually in the water seeing their whole body. Yeah. So I booked on the, in the airport on my way home. I booked my flight to the French Polynesia, ordered my housing. So that's underwater housing, so I can do underwater photography. And I flew to the French Polynesia then the next There's week. There's quite a lot. First of all, <laughs> where, where are the Azores? So the Azores are islands just off Portugal. Um, not just off, actually, they're out in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. So kind of halfway between Europe and America, really. Right. Yeah. And uh, this just didn't happen by chance. H- how did this happen? Um, how did you get the opportunity to do this? Oh, I've been saving up for a while. I'm a girl who loves to work and run a, I ran, or still run, pretty successful company. I'm food stylist and photographer. So I knew that I wanted to travel. It all sparked a few years ago. Oh, the usual breakup story that someone goes to travel and I went with my best friend and since then I just had been keen to go again. Right, okay. But uh, like, if, when it comes to photography, the area that you're best known is in food, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, I'd be known as a food stylist and photographer in Ireland. Yeah, I've worked with lots of lovely, successful, great companies and celebrity chefs as well. And you're from Wexford? From Wexford, yeah, just Apparently. outside Wexford town. Fair Seas is, the, uh, is an organisation. Can you tell me about them? Yeah, so basically Fair Seas are an organisation that are trying to get areas in Ireland that are marine protected so what they want to do is by 2030 have 30% of Irish waters protected Mm. so that is um, the biodiversity and everything that's involved in the sea. There's so much emphasis put on other aspects uh, of uh, I suppose the environment you're concerned that the maritime side of it is not getting the emphasis it deserves yeah so i be, i know lots of people around ireland in this um sector now and particularly i spent a lot of time in donegal bay recently with uh, declan from kiwi girl fishing and he's noticed that in the last couple of years because there's more fish there's also more whales dolphins etc come to the area obviously to feed so our, mine and Fairsea's concern is that we need to protect the areas in order to rebuild fish stocks to bring back all our wildlife and marine life as well. There's so much in what you just said there. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about. First of all, take me back to Portugal and the underwater accommodation. What the hell is that? Okay, so Portugal was just... You can't actually swim with marine life, only dolphins in Portugal. And I hadn't actually realised how much I wanted to do it until I got to Iceland. So the marine... uh, The underwater housing basically is... 
this um, piece of equipment basically that goes around your ho- your camera to protect it from the water so you can bring it under and nothing gets harmed in the process. Yeah, so it's not a case of, like, I had this vision of you kind of living underwater while you were there. Oh, uh, no, you, you definitely come up for area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So describe what you saw then in more detail, please. I mean, I can sense for me just a sheer joy of when you see these wonderful creatures. Oh, I love it. Um, so... I've seen actually quite a bit of marine life over the last year. I saw sperm whales in the Azores and like loads of different types of dolphins um, and a few different types of whales there also. But I think my favourite has been actually focusing on Ireland this year. I've seen uh, northern bottlenose whales. I've seen um, fin whales. So many humpbacks. And I was... uh, particularly seen them uh, bubble feeding which What's is that? fascinating bubble yeah. so bubble feeding is where they blow bubbles to i uh, push fish into a specific area to lunge feed and take as many as possible i suppose how close do you get to them um they can come right up to the boat in donegal we it was a very warm sunny day and there was a shadow under the boat the water was crystal clear and we think that the fish were actually trying to hide from the whales in the shadow Mm. so the whales actually started bubble feeding under the boat Mm. um so i guess in that situation instead of startling the whale we just sit and then it does come up beside the boat are you a strong swimmer i'm pretty good swimmer you'd want to be in these situations And, and you've swam with them have you i've swam with them so the french polynesia was my first time swimming with whales and yeah. have you ever felt threatened by them or are, are, are they dangerous creatures no not at all they're super safe um the humpbacks protect all marine life in the sea so they definitely look out for humans as well when we're there yeah um, now already your pictures are gone global they've gone worldwide what's been the immediate reaction i know that simon did a, a feature in extra people last week for you as well so you are getting the message out there aren't you yeah definitely and particularly the baskin sharks have got a lot of traction on my instagram it's mad it's absolutely blown up and people love where, them where, where did you shoot the, the footage there for the baskin sharks? so i saw the baskin sharks down in kerry uh, that was i think in april mm. yeah um spent a couple of days just observing them in the water we got to swim with them there and yeah they got lovely drone footage so it was uh, pretty I take special. it the Baskin Sharks they're non-confrontational are they? No they won't what harm you. What size would they be? Uh, they go to about 8 metres I'm pretty sure yeah. Right but you have to be very careful <laughs> that you know your sharks don't you? Yeah you have to you don't want to startle or disturb them in any way so definitely keeping your space is uh, like priority. Of all the species you've seen Sarah Kim how many of them are endangered are they all endangered there are definitely some that are endangered baskin sharks would have been one of them and they still are but we've seen that the numbers are increasing so that's really nice to see and where to now with all of this have you have you to go back to your day job and back to photographing food again oh i've been photographing food i'll never stop doing that um but i am in plans to go back to either tonga which is another area where you can swim with them uh, I'd love to see the whale run in Australia, which just looks incredible, and maybe back to the French Polynesia. So Can we'll you see describe what, what the whale run in Australia is all about, please? Um, Half of Wexford is in Australia, <laughs> so Yeah, so basically, and they're all seeing all the whales there, I'm very jealous. Um, they're all see, uh, the basically the whales move between their breeding ground and then their feeding ground, which is the Antarctica, yeah. so they pass by Australia in the process. 
is it very hard to readapt to ordinary life then when you come back from something like this? It's like a kind of a Bear Grylls type thing. You're like Bear Grylls the way I'm talking to you here. You, you, you seem to love the spirit of adventure. Oh, I love it. I always have been into adventure, but I get to dip my toes in it quite a bit in Ireland anyway, so I think it's... Yeah, it's it's all right for now, yeah. I'm always thinking of my ne- next travel plan, though. You've talked about Donegal, you've talked about Kerry, you've talked about Portugal, you've talked about the Azores, but as we look out here in Wexford Harbour, uh, what sightings do we ever see here in this county, even off Duncanon, etc.? Because you're, 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 you're close to Hook, aren't you? Yeah, not, I'm not far from Hook, um, but if we squinted, we'd almost see all the seals that sit out on their own little island in Wexford, and loads of people have seen them on my Instagram as well. Um, there are tons of grey seals in, in and around Wexford. Then there's often dolphins seen down around feather than the hook area and then fin whales from around september until january so i'll be keeping an eye out for them now what does your family and friends make of what you do <laughs> do they worry for you uh, i think they were a bit worried when i was swimming with all these animals but they know i'm all right so yeah and do you go on a team you, you hardly go on your own do you I'm a solo travel girl, yeah. Do you? I tend to go by myself. That's just a spirit of adventure, isn't it? Yeah, in Ireland, I've done loads of trips with like close friends who also love photography, which it's super special sharing the experience with somebody else. But trips like French Polynesia are very expensive, so tend to be outside quite a lot of people's price bracket. But. And the group that uh, sort of linked in with you, what you call a fair seas, isn't it what you call fair it? Fair seas, yeah. yeah. What did they make of what you've achieved so far? Oh, I think it's probably why they invited me along on the Celtic Mist. They love what I do and, yeah, it's so nice to have that support in Ireland. If there was one message you'd like to get out on this radio programme this morning in in your native county of Wexford, what would it be from from all we've talked about there? I think it's actually going out and doing what you love and trying to figure out what sparks that joy and, like, bringing that in as much as you can into your everyday life. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.